Hey, this is Liberty DeVito, and you're listening to the Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to the Fab Four Free For All, and my name is Rob Leonard, our moderator for this little show today, and with me is... Tony Truguardo. Hi, folks. And Mitch Axelrod. Hello, folks. And joining us is someone we've talked to before, a few months ago, from at least the time of this recording. Uh, it's Kathy McCabe. Uh, Hi, she, folks. Hello, Kathy. <laughs> and hello. Kathy uh, was one of the producers. One right? of the producers for Good Old Frida. Yay. Yeah. Uh, the documentary about Frida Kelly. And we had Frida on also. And uh, we're getting an update of what's happened since we talked to Frieder and to Kathy concerning the release of the DVD and uh, stuff that will be on the DVD that wasn't in the movie. And it's a good update. And it's a good update. Yeah. And also just what happened, how the reaction of the movie was. I'd like to hear that yeah, too yeah. because it's an interesting topic, the fact that it's about the Beatles fan club secretary, which, and it turned out to be such an enjoyable movie. Yep. You know, yeah, there's yeah. so many stories yeah. that you wouldn't think that would, that would be there, but there were. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, Kathy, how how is the reaction of the film, you know, from the general public? Well, <laughs> the the reaction has been um, astonishing. Really, we just had no idea that the film would get as popular as it's gotten. The reaction from the public and from the press both have just been outstanding. So every time we read another re- review or or see something published, we, we, you know, we, Frida especially is astonished at it because her take on it was no one could possibly be interested in what she had to say. And even into it, she just didn't believe anybody would even want to see the movie once we made it. But it's turned out totally different. Um, the reaction of people who actually get to meet her at film festivals or talks is, I mean, people will bring in the letters that, she wrote to them 40, 50 years ago that wow, they kept cool. and treasured. Some people cry. Some, some people just thank her like they personally know her or have known her over all these years. So, so we've been just thrilled with the reception. One, one of the things you mentioned there, one of the things about this whole project is that it wasn't a book first. It was just the documentary. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if, if there is actually a book to be made. You were just talking about those letters where if there's enough out there or, and, you know, memories also, pictures and different things that maybe Frida can get a book out of this, too. Oh, well, I, I think she's just trying to get through the film right now. <laughs> uh, as she says, one, one thing at a time in the film, you know, she's still a working secretary these days. And... She's been all over the world with good old Frida now. She just got back from Japan, Korea. Wow. Um, the cool. film's starting to play in Australia, New Zealand. It's going to be on British TV beginning Tuesday on More 4 is the name of the channel. So she has her plate full with this film, and um, I think her boss will... Her boss is <laughs> like being very patient with her being away so much, but... You know, it's just kind of taken over her life, really. So I don't think she wants to hear anything about a book right now. Well, you know, two things, Kathy. The film, you mentioned a few film festivals, and it's actually won some awards, hasn't it? Yes. Which um, is nice. Well, I think three or four times we've won the um, Audience Award for Best Film, which is 
incredible because that's that's the one you hope you'll win. You hope you win the audience audience hearts, not just the the critics' hearts. Right. And so we've won, uh, geez, three or four. And another great thing is um, Cinema Eye. Uh, which is a very respected film organization, uh, has yep. created a new category for people who carry documentaries, like Frida does in this one. And they're actually naming, like, best actors in a documentary, best actresses. And they've named her one of the unforgettables for this year. Excellent. Wow. And Isn't she, that incredible? That's so cool. <laughs> and, you know, she truly is. I mean, I, I was reading recently in one of the reviews... I don't know if it was in uh, Entertainment Weekly or where they just, you know, there's a great comment from Frida where she's just like, you know, I mean, I'm there in my work clothes. You know what I mean? Come on, <laughs> you know? And and you could see that the humility is so genuine, but yet through the humility shines this this wonderful, wonderful, you know, quote, character. I say that in a in a very warm way. Uh, but it's just it's just a, it's delightful. It well, really is. is there a chance and, and I still have one more part of my question, but is there a chance that this could be up for Oscar consideration? Oh, I, you know, no idea, really. Um, Magnolia Pictures bought our film. And um, they, they kind of the ones that honcho things like that. All their films that they sign, they make sure those films get a screening in New York for a week and a screening in L.A. for a week because that's the very basic thing that you need to be eligible. And, um, and we did do that. They took us, but we're not... <laughs> I mean, I, if, if someone wants to give us an Oscar or invite us to the Oscars, we'll be there. But Got we... It. we um, we don't think that's going to happen, to be honest. Well, let's get it out there. So maybe we can all give it a little well, marketing I, push. I will you know? say this, which, which, which was fun, is that we, uh, we've booked a showing of good old Frida at, at my facility. And I was speaking to a few people at Magnolia, just going through the, the chain, you know, the phone chain. You speak to someone and say, okay, well, who do I need to speak to and who do I... And the fun part of it was that the people who I brought it up to who had seen the film at Magnolia were raving about how great a doc it was. Aww. And the couple of people who I spoke to at Magnolia who weren't 100%, because Magnolia obviously has a number of films, mm-hmm. and, and the people who, who were not familiar, one person I had on the phone looked at it and said, oh my God, that's what this is about? Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see this. So it, I tell you, it's, it, you know. Do you know if uh, there's been any reaction to any of the either surviving Beatles or the other two uh, estates from the film? Well, we haven't um, been in touch with them since we made the film, but they'll each get their copy of the finished DVD product. And we had to go through to get all those permissions before we were actually able to use, um, really be able to get the film off the ground. Frida would never have done it had there been objection from the Beatles families because so much of the film is about them and their families. Um, yeah, but nothing so, negative at all. No. No. Nothing no. at all. I mean, there would be no, nothing they no. would really, there'd be nothing they could object to based on the film that we've seen it. To, yeah. No, I think once they do see it, they'll, I mean, and like I said, when we had to pitch the, the film when we met in the early days trying to get permission to license Beatles music, and it was obvious from the get-go that 
this was not going to be a tell-all or salacious or, you know, just some sort right. of awful movie. And, you know, Frida worked for them for so long that they, they knew what kind of character she had and that she still had their backs and still does. So, you know, they haven't called us and said, we saw the film, it's wonderful, but we know that they've been involved all along and, and approved. So that means the world to us and especially to Frida. So it's premature then, Kathy, the, the stories that I heard that Paul was going to actually be fronting the Frida Kelly fan club. Because <laughs> I had heard that, and I just thought, oh, okay, but all right, that's premature. Uh, oh, well. well yeah, let us know what else you hear. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Ringo's going to be licking the letters, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, my. <laughs> Kathy, um, how, did, how did you meet Frida, and how did you decide to do the movie about her? I never picked up on that. Well, let's see if I can give you the 60-second version or the 30-second version. But when I was 16, living in Baltimore and a crazy Beatles fan, that was um, 1964, I wrote to the Beatles fan club and asked for my name to be put in the Beatles Monthly. And somehow or other, Frida managed to pick my envelope and did put my name on the pen pal page in the Beatles Monthly. And wow. the person from Liverpool, because had to be a Liverpool pen pal, who picked me was a fellow named Robbie. And Robbie's sister was married to Billy Kinsley. Oh, I know where who, this is going. From, yeah. From the Mercy it's like, Beats. It's from the Mercy Beats, yeah, who's in the movie. And that, There's a connection that, to Ryan on there, right? Yeah, that pen pal situation led to a 50-year friendship with the um, Kinsley family, and wow. and through them, we met Frida many years ago, many, many years ago. So when I started talking, you know, I knew Frida for a long time before we ever talked about the Beatles, because I had been warned, don't bring up the Beatles, you know? <laughs> so uh, I think it was probably about... 40 years from the time I first met her. And uh, we were at a family wedding because the Kinsleys were very close with Frida. And um, we had a couple of glasses of wine, and for some reason she started talking about the Beatles, so I gave her more wine. And, (laughs) and, um, you know, by the end of it, we had agreed to maybe she would come to Baltimore, where I live, or the States and do some private talks to, just to see if there was any interest at all in what she had to say. And I was like, place will be packed, don't worry. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, the talks were so successful, and that, and that led to her um, being invited as a special guest to the, the Fest for Beatle fans that Marco Pitos runs. And I think that was 2011. And at that point, I had worked with Ryan, our director, Ryan White, on another film called Pelada about soccer, <laughs> you know, British football. Wow. And he happened to be free at the exact time Frida was thinking about maybe doing this. So it just put everybody together, and um, somehow or other, over those next few months and few years, you know, we made the film. It's really incredible that the film got made and just that sort of, I always call it 
like the white feather that's floating through the air that you know goes here, there, and everywhere. And so this route, to me, was almost meant to happen. The guys at Fab Four Free For All are excited to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Beatles' arrival in America with all of you, their faithful, fantastic listeners. And to help make this anniversary even more fun, three lucky listeners will be able to celebrate with copies of the complete set of the 2014 releases of 13 U.S. Beatles albums newly remastered on CD. These historic sets come to you courtesy of our friends at Universal Music. For your chance to win, all you need to do is correctly answer the following trivia question. A stewardess for BOAC Airlines dropped off a copy of the Beatles' new single, I Want to Hold Your Hand, to a DJ at a radio station in Washington, D.C., resulting in the first play of the song on U.S. radio. And all of this was done to satisfy requests made by a young female listener. For your chance to win the complete set of the 2014 releases of 13 Beatles U.S. albums on CD, tell us the name of the radio station, along with the names of the disc jockey who played the single and the female listener who made the request. Send your answers with the subject heading Beatles U.S. Album Contest to Fab Four Free For All at AOL.com. Winners will be drawn at random from all correct responses on March 14, 2014. Please note that only one valid entry per email address will be accepted for the random drawing. Fab Four Free For All and Universal Music are delighted to be able to offer you a chance to win this great set of CDs. And the guys want to thank you for listening and for being an important part of the Beatles' U.S. anniversary celebration. It, it, it sounds like if you didn't know her for all these years, maybe this wouldn't have happened at all. Well, it's, it's, I think if I hadn't written and gotten a British pen pal and... Well, that part too, but you got to know Frieda and, and obviously there's, there's a friendship there. It, it seems like she Trust was... Trust factor too. Yeah, it, it, it seems like she was worried over the years that either her story wasn't important or you know, that no one would be interested, which is That's obviously true. not the case. But isn't mm-hmm. isn't Ryan also related to Billy Kinsley? Yeah, Billy is his uncle. Yeah, yeah. So it's like six degrees of separation, you know, from everybody. Exactly right, and and I think without those connections and that trust, that level of trust, Frida wouldn't have done this because she had been approached for any, you know, not exactly movies, but she had been approached about doing books and tell-alls over the years, and never. Did it never even was tempted, but when her grandson was born, that kind of tipped it a little bit, and she had people that she trusted that were like family to her, you know. Meaning, uh, she had known Ryan since he was young too, and known me. So, as opposed to doing it with a big film company who would have made her do things that she didn't want to do, you know, it was that trust level that enabled her to take this leap of faith. And we should and, say who Ryan is. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan White is the director of the film. Right. Yeah. I just want to put it out there because we mentioned him, and uh, it just sounds like he's some guy. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, no. he's actually he's the director. The director. Yeah. Ryan actually made two films during um, the time he was making Good Old Frida, and his new film is going to premiere at Sundance in January. Nice. Wow, what's that called? Oh, it's called The Case Against Eight. 
and um, it'll have its premiere there, and um, HBO has already bought the film, so wow. he made two films that came out in 10 months. Wow. <laughs> Not bad. Very cool. Not, you know, wow. It's wonderful to be in your 30s and have and <laughs> quite a year. So what is, uh, what is extra on the DVD that we didn't get to see when we saw the theatrical release mm-hmm. of Frida? There are a ton of things on as extras. Um, one thing you'll have is Frida and Ryan doing a commentary over the running of the film that's really funny. It's pretty hilarious as they recall the things that happened while they were filming those particular scenes or say things that she forgot to say or couldn't be included. So that goes through the whole thing. Then there are deleted scenes, some scenes that Frida really wanted to have in the film, but at 86 minutes just weren't able to be included. So they're there. Then there's... um, there was a Q&A session at the August Fest for Beatles fans, which was the um, first public screening, actually. Of, in Chicago. Mm-hmm, in, at the Chicago Fest. And that Q&A is on there, and it was the most memorable Q&A that we've had since ever, hands down. So um, that's on there. Gee, there's an in, another interview with Ryan on there, so I think... I think all told, if you're, you better plan an evening when you're going to watch the DVD. It's about four hours of wow. of goodies on there. Yeah, it's, it's all wonderful. fun stuff, though. I mean, I watched the uh, you know the stuff about how I won the war premiere is on there, uh-huh. which is not in the movie, but you know it's good because you get to see pictures as well of all four Beatles, you know, in the theater, um, and you just there are a lot of pictures that you've never seen before. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that and and hear it from an insider but outsider's perspective, if you know what I mean, insider of the Beatle family, but also an outsider, you know, looking in and then remembering fondly, you know, 50 years later or whatever it is, so many years later, but it's really wonderfully done. Thank you. That's really nice. wonderfully done. I just, I mean, there's not much more we can say about this movie that, you know, hasn't been said already. You really... She is one of the only insiders left. I mean, Neil's gone, unfortunately. You know, Mal Evans is gone. Right. Uh, Brian Epstein's gone. Two uh, of the Beatles are gone, uh, as, she, was, as she reminisces in the movie. And Frida is really one person who really is an insider that never really told her story until now. That's right. And it wasn't uh, malicious. There's the, no, there was, nothing at nothing, all. No, and, that's, no, and that's what's so wonderful about it, too, because there there is... A story and a real story without it having to be, you know, I mean, Kathy picked the perfect word without it having to be salacious. It was it's just uh, an honest and a real story about a, a great period for all of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, she, it, it, and it's she, nice also to not have the, you know, we, we had the Peter Brown book and this is sort of the anti Peter Brown book <laughs> in, a way. In, a, in a way, in a certain way. Yeah. Well, you don't need I mean, there, there was an opportunity in the movie and I'm glad they left it in there where they ask Frida right right off the bat, you know, did you date any of them? And she very kindly 
and it says, you know, well, I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to pass. <laughs> but I love That's that. Personal. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy can tell us off the record later. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> we'll get what? Wait, time out. Well, we already know that if we give Frida wine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. at the fest, we, I might what, show up with a bottle of Sauvignon what, Blanc. What, you know. what type of wine does she drink? Well, it has to be more than $10 a bottle. I'll there you go. Oh, we'll That's make sure of that. To get all the salacious stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, Join you us. mentioned that, that. That part in the film frequently gets applause from yeah. the audience. That she doesn't yeah. talk about it? Yeah. 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 Well, she yeah. doesn't need to because the story is so wonderful and yep. so wonderfully told that if there was that, it would sort of take it down a notch. You would almost say, well, did she really have to get into that? Exactly. And she doesn't have to. Exactly. That's what's the... It's a very exactly. wholesome yeah. movie about yeah. a fan who really, I mean, really enjoyed her time working there and really had the time of her life during those 12, you know, whatever, 11, 12 years and didn't have to go into all the garbage that most people would want to right. have her tell. Right. And that's right. what I love about the film. Yeah, oh, thank you, because that's, that's what we were trying to do. And also one of her goals was to humanize the Beatles. I think this is a different angle than a lot of the films that are out there. She was especially close to their families and did a lot of work with them every week. So she just, she wanted to show the effect on the Beatles because they were so young at the time. Think about it. Yeah. Um, And the effect on the families of this incredible, crazy fame that came and changed all their lives. When, you know, for instance, Ringo's parents, they were very happy with the way their life was. We actually filmed in their house, which was another very emotional moment in the film when we took Frida back there, a place where she had gone for years and years and hadn't been back for 46 years. Wow. So, yeah, so I think humanizing the fact that the Beatles were ordinary lads from Liverpool who had this great music talent, and their families were ordinary families from Liverpool, and what happened them. And I think she brings that across beautifully in the film. Kathy, you bring up an interesting point for us. How has the response to the film been in Liverpool at home? Well, it hasn't actually screened in Liverpool, although wow. it, it will. It's screening all over England on uh, More 4, which is a TV channel over right. there. It's nine o'clock in England. So I think there'll be <laughs> there may be a lot of reaction in Liverpool after that, but I you know Frida's probably dreading you know it's her hometown and her face is up on the big screen oh. and she's very private and oh. anonymous. And yeah, but it's going. I think it's going to be universally positive. Well, I think it, the, the, there'll be a pride factor because in the movie it it definitely shows you know even when the Beatles moved to London she didn't. Well, yeah. My favorite part was her father would let her go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, but yeah, but again, she had the love for Liverpool as well, right. and I think that shows. And I I don't think there'll be anything but positive yeah. reaction from, yeah. from her hometown. And, yeah, and Liverpool's very possessive of the Beatles. You know, you can get a nice you know friendly conversation about various things of the Beatles never should have left Liverpool type of things. Oh yeah, uh-huh. still you know fifty years later. And there she is still there. She's very involved in charity work in Liverpool with the Mersey Cats. Wow. Um, And, you know, which was started out to help British musicians or Liverpool musicians. But, you know, she's pretty legendary about town, but she doesn't 
she's not like here, there, and everywhere. You know. What yeah. I mean? Does she live in Liverpool still? She lives um, across the water, as they say there, um, on the Wirral. Right. Um, in the so I, nearby. Well, let me ask you a question: Is there a place? All kidding aside, is there a place that people can get in touch? with Frida if they choose to? I mean, if they choose to either write or email? I mean, has there been anything set up yet for that? Well, the best way to do it at this point, you know, I doubt very much if Frida will, you know, get into the the letter writing business the way she was 50 years ago. No, but I mean, it'd be nice to, even if she doesn't respond, it'd be uh-huh. nice for her to get the adulation. Oh, yeah. You know. it's, it's really easy. And matter of fact, we... On our website, which is called goodoldfrida.com, and you can do a lot of things there, but there's um, info at goodoldfrida.com. Can you spell goodoldfrida because is it good old O-L or O-L-D? Well, in the, it's, it's good old and the O is apostrophe, O-L apostrophe, not old. And So it's on O-L the, in the website, right? Yeah, good old Frida, okay. but the O-L does not have the apostrophe when right. you're writing the website. But thing. no D. No D. Okay. Right. just want to get that clear because, you know, you, sometimes you put in one extra letter and you're, you're sent to a sex, sex site, you know. <laughs> I don't want people to think Frida's running a sex site, you know. <laughs> she really would be good old Frida. She would. <laughs> That's a different wow. good old Frida. Wow. Oh, my. She'll take that up with you. When she <laughs> do it, uh, and said she was a real good sport. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we are going to... If anyone wants to uh, leave comments or, or write to her, we pass a lot of things on to her, but there's, right. there's two ways. It's actually on the website goodoldfrida.com you can write to info at goodoldfrida.com and leave your message or you can go to the Good Old Frida Facebook page and there is just a ton of information we post information practically daily on the website and the Facebook page so just write to us there and of course there's a link the first thing you'll see on the website is a link to buy the DVD which has been keeping us just a wee bit busy. Well, that's I good. I, I hope it keeps you busier. I mean, there's a regular version and a Blu-ray version. That's true. Uh, so if anybody out there, you know, wants it. You're also on the website. I think there's also some posters you can buy, which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, we I have, saw a small um, poster, but I thought there was a larger one, and I think it may have sold out, or because I don't um, see it anymore. Well, I think the ones that are left on the website right now are the 12 by 18s but right. if anyone wants the really really large ones they they cost a lot of money they're like $50 because we actually have to make them you know right. produce them but if anyone wants one write to info at goodoldfrida.com and and we'll arrange that for you but there's a lot of things oh, um, the DVD is definitely. so that you can buy the DVD and we have bundles of things you can buy like uh, you can buy a DVD, you can buy a T-shirt with it, the film poster with it, or if you buy five DVDs, you only pay for four, that type of thing. So check it out, and we're really hoping to get the DVD out there to people. Will that uh, be available as an autographed copy, too, or is that something else? Um, right now, it's 
we're not selling autographed okay. copies, but you know, if you buy a DVD and you go to the fest or you go, you go. to you other go. places, bring that DVD and okay. we'll sign it for you. <laughs> that sounds that sounds great. Okay, yeah. Kathy, thank you for uh, joining us here on the Fab Four Free for All and giving giving us an update of what's going on with the the good old Frida documentary, and and we appreciate you coming on our show. Well, thanks to all of you. We just have appreciated your support from the beginning. And, um, you know, without people like you publicizing it and with your listeners being so interested in this, the film wouldn't have gotten made and had the success that he's had. So we really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Kathy. Really our pleasure. Keep us informed. You know, email us. Uh, Keep us informed if you get any uh, reaction from Liverpool. Or post on our Facebook page. Yeah, we have the Fab Four Free For All page. I mean, if you get some reaction from Liverpool, please let us all know. We'd be more than happy to keep updated and posted on everything. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Okay, Much appreciated. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that uh, does it for our little chat with uh, Kathy McCabe, a good old Frida documentary. And... A short Go version. buy it. Go buy it. It's, it's yeah. out there and an enjoyable Absolutely. film, especially if you're a, a nice, real fan. Yeah. It's yeah. a good documentary. Yeah. Even if it wasn't about the Beatles, it's an enjoyable documentary. Yes. Yeah. So you'll, you know, there's many yeah. ways to enjoy this. Yeah. There's the Beatle fan who will definitely enjoy it. And then there's just, just you know, a wholesome movie, yeah. which I think yeah. you'll enjoy. So go buy it. And uh, that just about does it. I'm Rob Leonard and you're... Tony Chiguardo. And I'm Frida Kelly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You, You're free to go. Wow. I'm free to go. <laughs> that's, that's more I'm like free it. free to pain. That's, oh, band of gold. Thank there you. you. Anyway, thanks. Bye-bye. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate. Available on its debut album, Digital Retro, and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All.